This video is the second video in a two-part series focusing on interviewing well, using the example of going for entry-level or junior academic faculty roles. In this second video, I will talk about the interviews themselves, as well as some broader general principles of how to interview well. The interviews complement the talks that you'll give on research and teaching topics and you'll typically spend quite a bit of time both in these interviews and in individual or group discussions. There are a range of key things you should keep in mind for these interactions. An overarching principle is your attitude. So be enthusiastic and excited but don't go overboard. Make sure that enthusiasm is authentic and representative of who you are. A typical panel question will start off with a question along the lines of what was it about this role that drew you to it? Why do you want to work at our organisation? Answers that encapsulate how your goals and principles align with what's being done at the organisation are great, especially if they are specific to the organisation that you're applying for rather than generically being applicable to any organisation. Modern academics are very, very busy. Another typical, more practically orientated question would be around balancing priorities. So as a new academic at this institution, how would you balance the inevitable tensions between research, teaching and service, which are the typical three components of an academic role? It's awesome if your answer can identify synergistic activities that contribute in more than one of these categories simultaneously. So for example, activities that combine both your research and your teaching together. Some of the questions you may get in the interview may pertain to the context or the motivation for advertising the role in the first place. A good example of this is questions that address how you'd embarked on some sort of major activity associated with the role. For example, there may be a disciplinary divide across two different parts of the university and the intent of the role may be for you to help bridge that divide so these two different areas can work more closely together. So you need to be ready to talk about, I guess at both a high level and a more practical detailed level, how you would go about doing this. You may also get so-called soft skills questions. A typical example of this is recounting a past experience that you went through where you perhaps didn't handle something as well as you could have. They'll ask you what you learned from it and what you'd do differently the next time you encounter these situations. Now there's lots of good material online that talks in much more detail about how to address this question well. The primary aim here is just that you should be ready for it and should be ready to draw on some examples. Another soft skills question example may be the panel giving you a hypothetical scenario and asking what you would do in this scenario. An example of this might be how you would manage a problematic situation with a student or a staff member or perhaps even an industry collaborator with unreasonable expectations. The panel will want to know how you would address this situation in detail. They want to make sure that you have a realistic idea of how to handle the situation and if you can draw in past experience, that's even better. Most academic roles involve a significant service component. Service typically can be done both within the organisation and externally and so the panel may ask how you envisage you contributing to a service role. Are you going to be doing lots of quiet behind the scenes activity on committees or are you going to be a highly visible public figure who's going around giving talks promoting the general branding for the university? 
Another common question, which is very cliched in many respects, is the five years time question. So the panel may ask, where do you see yourself in five or 10 years time? There's lots of ways to answer this. It needs to be authentic to what you're really excited about. But one thing you should be sure to do is make sure that there's substantial growth, progress and personal and professional development baked into whatever your answer is. They will not want you to be the same person you were when you started the job five years earlier, at least in a professional context. Teaching is the core business of most universities and so there will probably be quite a bit of discussion about it in any of these interviews. If they're talking about teaching, you might talk about any interesting teaching modalities or learning modalities you've used and what your experiences have been with them. For example, things like flipped classrooms, hybrid in-person online delivery, asynchronous course or material delivery, and so-called uh, lectorials, which are hybrid combinations of lectures and tutorials. You might be asked more generally about the strategies you use for keeping students engaged and interacting with you. Two very topical themes in teaching are bridging the divide between undergraduate teaching and high-level university research and between theoretical learning and grounded or problem-driven learning driven by actual industry or societal problems. So be ready to talk about any experiences you've had in doing both of these and then also how you would continue to do it perhaps in this role. The logistics of teaching can be quite challenging for a busy academic in a modern academic environment. And so during the panel interviews, you have the opportunity to flag with the panel that you're fully aware of the realities of teaching in a modern university. You might talk about the fact that you're aware of the always present tension between exploring and experimenting with new teaching and learning methodologies. Um, with the realities of just delivering the material in the first place. The time-consuming individual personalized interaction strategy that you used with a postgraduate course with only 14 students likely won't scale without some changes to teaching a unit with 500 students. For the research component of any panel discussion, be ready to talk about how you would see your group growing, how you would staff your group. Do you need a large mega group or can you be quite productive with a small focus group? What type of research equipment would you need to do your research well? Does the university already have it? If not, how would you get that research equipment? Basically laying out a clear and detailed vision of how you could grow and prosper in terms of your research activities if you were to take the role. Across all of the panel interactions, you may sometimes strike a somewhat combative panelist. Uh, this is a panelist who has a strong disagreement or contrary opinion on something you've talked about, whether it's research or teaching. You need to be prepared to very calmly discuss the issue, uh, make a rational defense of it, but also be clear in discussing any potential weaknesses or points of dispute. The other panel members or panel chair, if they're doing their job, should stop any heated exchange getting out of hand. But at the same time, they may be interested to see how you handle a somewhat more challenging question.
The panel may also ask you about some of your past roles. They have probably looked through your CV, they'll have noted some of the roles you've done prior to the one you're applying for, so you need to be ready to discuss in a professional setting some of the aspects of those previous roles, what you did in them, what you liked, what you didn't like, and perhaps how it relates to your perception of the role you're applying for. Beyond the specifics of the interview process and particular questions you may get asked, there are some additional general principles or considerations you should keep in mind throughout the interview process. A junior applicant won't be expected to have had experience in everything, and it's okay during the interview to highlight some research or teaching processes or principles that you've been reading about and want to try in this new role, but haven't yet had substantial experience doing. It will show that you're hungry to improve how you do things, which is always a good thing. At the same time, you don't want the entire interview to feel like you're talking about things that are only theoretical to you and that you've had no real experience doing. Balance is key here. You don't want the panel to come out of the interview making a comment somewhat along the lines of, it felt like they were answering every question by quoting from a book on how to be an academic. It's a bit like that scene in the movie Goodwill Hunting where Robin Williams' character schools Matt Damon's character on how not everything can be learned just from books. You have to have experienced some of it yourself. Again, as with all things, practice makes perfect. Practice in front of a mirror, with your family members, with a friend or colleague, film yourself and watch yourself in playback, how, no matter how awkward it may feel at first. Practice giving short, concise answers and then also practice expanding on those answers with more detailed ones. Practice recovering from a tough question or a question where you perhaps felt you've stumbled and practice coming back strong with the next answer. It may or may not explicitly or implicitly arise in the process, but you can be open but very much non-threatening about the fact you have multiple job options if that is the case. It is fully expected that good candidates will have multiple options and the panel should know this. Never ever threaten but you can be open about the fact that you are considering a number of interesting opportunities, including the one that you're talking about right then and there, if it comes up naturally in discussion. Interviewing well is a crucial professional skill and also a lifelong skill. And it will benefit you for the rest of your career and also crosses over to benefiting other activities like giving great presentations. The interview is also about far more than the specific opportunity or the specific role. The panel and all of those you interact with will often remember you for many years, even if you don't get or take the role. Other completely unpredictable opportunities will often come back to you again, sometimes many years down the track, because you engaged in the interview process in the first place. This video series on interviewing well has covered the background context of applying for a role, the interview process itself, as well as some broader principles of interviewing well. There is also a wealth of detailed information online, including services that help you practice doing good interviews. Most of all, it's about having fun and learning from the experience. Good luck.